You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that's done more with less. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news for you this fine, fine Saturday morning or evening. But first, let's get into some things we've been checking out. Someday Samantha will be back on the show, but today is not that today day. Today is not that day, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. What is, uh, what's everybody been doing this past week or so? Hmm. Um, Don't everyone start hmm. jumping in at once. Hmm. Well, the them's fighting herds, the uh, quadruped-based fighting game came out yeah. yesterday. Yeah, you had said something to me about that. I yeah. Mean, I, I'll be honest, I haven't really been following it that closely just because I'm not that much of a My Little Pony-adjacent fan. I mean, I'm not really either, but I like Lauren Faust. Yeah, yeah. And she did the character designs, and they're all great. The animation's really good. Mm-hmm. And it just it plays like a like a solid fighting game, except everybody's some kind of horse like entity. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, there's like a cow and an alpaca and a unicorn. I'm and... guessing there's no horses. There's no ponies because there's a unicorn. No, there's a unicorn. There's a unicorn, I guess. Yeah. I don't think there there isn't just like a plain old horse though. Okay. That I can think of. I don't know. Like I, mean, I said, I didn't play it that long. <laughs> when, when they were still developing Fighting is Magic, it looked so good. Yeah, it really did. We should explain what the uh, okay. backstory of this game is. Well, Fighting right. Herds used to, started off as a fan game based off the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic series startup uh, that was done by Lauren Faust and gained a lot of popularity there the last few years. A lot of popularity by... Grown adult men, oddly enough. Yeah. Hey, I, I was into it. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I'm You're not, not gonna front. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not ashamed of it. I mean, I've, I've watched it before. It, it's not bad. It's not a bad show. Some seasons are better than others. Um, actually, By that, I, you mean the seasons that Lauren Faust worked on are good, see, and the rest of them are kind of trash. No, that I won't even say that's true. You're just mad because she left. You just. You've just been heartbroken ever since. Anyway. Well, I realized that was the reason why I liked the show at all. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen half of one episode and thought that it is perfectly okay, but not not for me. And that's fine. Yeah. Not everything has to be for me. That's what gets me the most about it is that it's not for grown adult men. Yeah. And I really would rather they not take it over and let the little girl audience that it's made for enjoy it themselves. Too little too late, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, honestly, anyway. Honestly, though, it feels like it's not quite as popular as it used to be. Oh, no, it's not. But anyway, this game. No, was... they've all gravitated to Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, explain, explain um, game. So a group of friends was developing this. A fighting game with the My Little Pony characters, and it looked at a time when there were a lot of fan games coming out. Like it was like the height of the popularity, and it looked really good. Like the art style was really good. The, everything looked really fluid. Uh, everyone had their like very unique like fighting styles. And mm. It looked like the show. Yeah, it, and it looked like the show. It was therein, done very well. Therein lied the problem. Yes, Hasbro. Hasbro sent them a cease and desist order. Yeah, but Lauren Faust was so impressed and enamored with the project that she offered to draw new characters for a new game. 
and hence it became uh, its fighting herds. Yeah, and they did an Indiegogo and made more than they needed and... Several years later, right? Well, the, the game has come out. That's what happens when you back a game on any of those Kickstarter style things. Is it takes well, game de- you Cody, you know, game development takes a long time. Yeah, it's it takes forever, and it's if you think it's hard, it's ten times harder than that. Yeah, like, <laughs> but you played it, and it's you say it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fighting game guy. That's not my purview, but I enjoyed it. Okay, it was cute. The animation's good. Felt like a good fighting game as far as I can tell. Yeah, I saw that it had actually uh, gotten some extra like bump from other fighting games. Like there are specialty costumes based on like Blaze Blue and like a Skull couple Girls. of Skullgirls. Yeah. Because it runs on the same engine as Skullgirls. Which means it's going to be really good because Skullgirls is an, it's an excellent fighting game. Oh yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah. I even jumped in one of the online lobbies and played a couple online fights and really? enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay, cool. The, well, the online lobby is really cool. It's like this pixel like pixel art, mm. top-down map that you can walk around on and challenge other players that are in there. They've been doing that a lot with games lately. Um, I know DBZ Fighters has, has a similar lobby. Has a lobby very similar to that. And I know, uh, well, a lot of the Arxis games have something kind of like yeah. that. You can you can get uh, like clothing items to dress up your little pixel horse character <laughs> Quad, quadru, equine quadruped yeah i've only really played as the alpaca because mm-hmm. she's the coolest looking one okay <laughs> she has a cool move she can throw food <laughs> at people and then it falls on the ground and she can eat it later oh, nice if she, if she walks over by it and if you do a down attack she'll mm. just kind of shove her face at it <laughs> okay does it like restore health or it does something either does health something or, or Boost, or boost or, bar or yeah. something. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Very interesting. Well, you know, it's one of those things that I might have to just pick up and try. Just you know, I'm a. You are the fighting. I game am the guy. fighting game guy, so I might actually have to try this one. I mean, it's only fifteen bucks, and that's good. That's that's fine. I can I can throw fifteen bucks down a hole. <laughs> for a horse fight. For a game. horse fighting game. <laughs> for pony fights. Yeah. <laughs> it it's it's evolved beyond its source material into something different and better. That's good. See, that's and that's and that's the, the important part. Yeah. yeah. I wish it had story mode. There's no story mode. Like you do in a fighting game. Yeah, nowadays. Yeah. It'll get patched in in a year and a half. Uh, They said a couple months. A couple months. Oh, that's not bad. And Well, they're going to do a little bit at a time. Okay. It's kind of an episodic deal, I guess. That's cool. I would prefer that. Evergreeny. Fighting games these days have to be evergreen. They can't just... Gone are the days where you can just release a game and, you know, six, eight months later, release... Mortal Kombat 2 right after Mortal Kombat 1 with yeah. a completely different roster. You no, know, you have to, you know, do season packs with new characters and uh, like slow incremental mm-hmm. releases instead of big, huge updates, unfortunately. Which, I mean, I get fighting games didn't even used to have story mode, really. They didn't. No, you'd have your specialty ending after you got through arcade mode, and that's yeah, it. if you were lucky. If you are lucky. Yeah, if you threw enough. Well, if you're in the arcade, if you threw enough quarters at at the at machine the, and boss yeah. yeah test your might although snk uh bosses are notoriously difficult oh yeah specifically because they wanted they they wanted those quarters yeah <laughs> like rugel from was it art of is that art of fighting or fatal fury fatal fury one of them was like they actually there's a um, i think it was fart of arting that's that's exact <laughs> fart of arting perfect but no uh rugel actually he uh had the snk 
boss syndrome kind of coined because of him because there was such a, a difficulty jump between like the next to last boss in whatever uh, game he was the boss in to him that it's almost near impossible to like <laughs> get past him. I got Art of Fighting on the Switch, and yeah. it's so hard. It is. It's I, super difficult. I can't even win the first fight. Yeah, it's it's tough. Speaking of which, the AI in Fighting Herds is really, really tough, too. Oh, really? See, that's good. That's good. Teaches you to get good. Yeah, I, I couldn't win the first fight on that, either. Really? But then I went online, and I won a couple fights there, so... Okay, yeah. <laughs> so it's not just you. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you win, you get a currency called Salt. <laughs> Which is funny. Nice. I don't know what it does, but you get some. You get to lick it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? A lot of times currency is used for like alternate colors. They The game usually comes packed with, you know, you have one or two alternate colors and then you probably have, can unlock colors three through ton, 10 or something like that. There's a ton of colors because I think mm-hmm. one of the Kickstarter goals was pick out some colors. Oh, right on. Okay, cool, cool. Well, I played as the cow too. Oh, who has a cool lasso, like an air grab lasso move that I liked. Oh, nice. Nice. I, I feel like that was the reference to the Applejack here. Oh, yeah. You can you can see the the corollaries between some of the My Little Pony characters, mm. which, I mean, they already built all this stuff for the game, so it wouldn't make sense to throw it out. Yeah, if the rigging's already there, they might as well just, you know, use it, put new animations over top of it. And because go. the alpaca is very much the Pinkie Pie character. I, I, as soon as you said it, throw, it threw food and then ate it, I was like, yeah, yeah. that sounds... I mean, you can see yeah. it, but the the characters are different enough to where you wouldn't know unless you knew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I can go ahead and do my couple of check it outs real quick. Primarily, I watched two movies this week. Uh, one very, very good. One very, very bad. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, the good one I can't really talk a whole lot about because... Not a whole lot of other folks have seen it quite yet, including <laughs> both of you guys. Yeah, haven't um, had the chance. I really want to, though. Yeah, I uh, I got a chance to see Black Panther this week, and uh, oh my god, oh my god, it's really good. Believe <laughs> the hype; it's very good. I don't know, I don't know if I would put it at the number one spot. It's the it's my number one spot for Marvel movies right now. But I think after it is a little bit more of a traditional superhero-ish story. There are some elements that I wish they would have led into a little more. There's a there's an extended scene, and this is in the trailers, um, and they released some stuff online about this. Uh, there's an extended scene where they're in um, Korea, and it's almost like a James Bond kind of style kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, not getting too far into anything. But I wish the movie had a little more of that, because that's different mm-hmm. than the stock standard superhero stuff, but it's excellent. Everyone should go see it. And this is one of the first times in a Marvel movie where the villain is not just some guy that wants to make a big space laser to shoot everything. <laughs> and while his end game is incredibly flawed, the uh, underlying themes behind why he is doing what he is doing um, actually, I agree with, I, I kind of side with Killmonger a little bit over Black Panther, at least at the beginning of the film, because like I said, Killmonger's actions and his end goal are incredibly villainous, over the top villainous, but the, um, 
underlying themes um, make sense to me. I just can't believe that he can be like the world's best basketball player and such a great actor. Oh, Michael. Yes. Michael Jordan. Yeah. No kidding. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, he can do everything except play baseball. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but no, if I say anything else about this movie, I'm going to start spoiling stuff because it's very, very good. Go see it. Hopefully in the next week or two, we can do a spoiler cast about it. I really want to dig deep into this movie. Yeah, I want to too, but I want to see it first. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I don't want to, this, I will not spoil this for you guys without a doubt. Uh, The other movie that I watched is free online. It's free on YouTube. Although I don't know if it's a hundred (laughs) percent supposed to be up there, but uh, certainly don't spend money on this movie. It is called suburban Sasquatch. (laughs) Yeah. There, um, there is a director. His name is Dave Wascavich. He uh, makes these really kind of low budget <laughs> movies in air quotes. Movies. Well, you know what? They got distribution. Oh. They actually have legit DVD distribution. So they are movies, and he has made money off of them. But uh, they have almost no budget, and a lot of them are filmed. Uh, I watched interviews uh, with this guy be- uh, after watching the film. Uh, filmed in his parents' backyard because they lived on a big plot of land. Uh, but the uh, uh, main plot of Suburban Sasquatch, if I can parse it correctly, <laughs> it, it's a little muddled, but the the idea is humans are slowly encroaching on nature. So Bigfoot, who is a mystical creature, starts killing humans because he's mad. <laughs> About like having, you do, like you do, <laughs> and he starts walking into suburban areas, encroaching on their territory. Exactly right, and uh, the he's, special. He's f- mad as hell, and he's not going to take it anymore. Exactly right. So the um, effects are awful. Uh, they have like one rubber, fake rubber arm that constantly gets thrown around. <laughs> uh, People keep losing, having arms ripped off, and you know, one second you see like a really bad CGI spray of an arm being removed, and then the next second it's Bigfoot holding this rubber arm, flopping it around. <laughs> the costuming is terrible, and it looked like just basically just a gorilla costume. You got it at like a Spirit Halloween. You know what? I've had gorilla costumes that look better than that. <laughs> it's it's awful. It's just just the worst. The acting is terrible. It seemed it seemed like a lot of the audio was taken from like the onboard mic on the camcorder that they were <laughs> shooting with, instead of having an actual like and like an actual camcorder, not like a nice camera. Yeah. Oh no, it's it looked like it was shot on like um that uh DV like the digital oh, mini video. DV tapes. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looked like it was filmed on. And I think the best thing of the movie is Bigfoot's uh cry, his yell <laughs> in the movie because. You know, you go on, a lot of folks would go online, take like a couple of different animal kind of stock footage kind of noises, like a lion and a gorilla kind Kind of of mix them together, mix them together, loop them and come up with something that sounds kind of, you know, bestial and, you know, inhuman. Bigfoot in Suburban Sasquatch um, is the director growling into a tiny tape recorder for two seconds and that's looped and the loop has a really hard edit at the end. So... Every time Bigfoot walks on screen, you hear him go, 
<laughs> just flailing his arms all over the way all over the place <laughs> i might even splice a little bit of it actually in right here so that I, everyone I can figured know you probably would. i probably yeah uh but it's <laughs> awful i'm sure it's no relation to the early 2000s game boy advance game urban yeti oh i've never heard of that <laughs> There is a Game Boy Advance game called Urban Yeti. Nice. Nice. I feel like there should be a sequel. Does Suburban Sasquatch versus Suburban Commando. <laughs> nice. Get some Hulk Hogan up in there. Yes. I thought oh. you were going to say, like, Suburban Yeti 2, Bigfoot in the City. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Urban Yeti. Uh, does Urban Yeti feature Native American... Uh, character played by a Latino woman wearing Ugg boots <laughs> because suburban Sasquatch does. Wow. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> wow. These are the Ugg boots of my people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's awful. Wow. Yeah. No, there's one scene in the movie where the one of the characters is this pasty white guy who's like a supposed to be this news reporter chasing you know, wild stories and wild theories. And, you know, he's a he's a reporter on the edge and no one believes him about stuff. And there's a scene where he's supposedly walking into, like, the newsroom. And it is absolutely 100% the um, shop room of a high school. And the reason <laughs> I say that is because if you look in the windows outside of the shot, you can see the high school football team practicing on the field behind them. <laughs> nice of the school to let him film in there well you know he got done with his janitor job and decided to come <laughs> in and, and film a couple scenes before the teachers left uh, anyway that's uh that's been my experiences for the week oh man yeah yeah real wide range there <laughs> you, you hit the whole spectrum of yep incredibly good movie and then a horrible you had to you had to torture yourself after seeing good movie <laughs> You need to come back down to earth. I need to come back down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Oh, mm. man. I really haven't done a whole lot this week. Okay. Um, what did I do? Well, we can spend the rest of the time coming up with Bigfoot movies. We could. Yeah. Um, I mean, we had our first session of our weird tabletop game we played. Oh. Oh. You're in a tabletop game, huh? You knew huh. this. You huh. knew this last week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was upset about it then, too. <laughs> Did I explain what exactly it was last time? No. Okay. It's a game system called Savage Worlds. It's not like a normal like D&D setup. It's very, 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 very open. Okay. You basically come up with a concept of how you want your character to do, and you kind of just build it from there. Okay. Uh, you basically do just about anything, and Savage Worlds supports any kind of genre you want. Mm. So we are playing in a campaign setting called Deadlands. It's a Wild West theme. All of history plays out correctly until the Battle of Gettysburg. That's when the aliens come down and try to get the gold. No. The gold. That's the, that's the plot of Aliens versus Cowboys. Yeah. Or Cowboys versus Aliens. Oh. The aliens want gold to fuel their ship. Wow, Why? that's that's really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But um He doesn't <laughs> He doesn't make good choices no. sometimes. No, not at all. But uh, it basically, the, battles, the Battle of Gettysburg happens, and 
all the dead soldiers rise from the dead. <laughs> nice. And it routes the Union Army and the Confederacy escapes. Oh, that's not nice. Not cool. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and so it's 20 years later. The Civil War hasn't ended, but ah. it's like a Cold War between the the Union and the uh, CSA. Okay. Uh, what side are you playing? Uh, we're out west. We're in Tombstone. Ah, okay. Ah. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, there's like, and there's there's zombies and monsters and demons. Mm. It's. Do you guys ever play the game um, Dark Watch? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was a first person shooter where you're yeah. like a you're like a cowboy vampire hunter. Yeah, I never played it, but I know of it. Okay, it, it's like a super kind of horry. It's weird west. Yeah, it's weird west. Yeah, that is that is a genre. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, it, it, that's basically what it is. And my character is essentially a metal bending demon wizard. Nice, <laughs> nice. It's called a metal mage. That's a, that's a cool concept. Yeah, I'm kind of into that. <laughs> yeah, I can basically just take metal and manipulate it to do whatever I want it to do. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it's it's. It, it, we have a bunch of. I mean, weird... can't we all, given time and the skills and enough heat? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but with supernatural demon powers, mm. not not a forge and a hammer. But there's like a whole like backstory of everything. Like there's a there's a character archetype called a like a, a hex slinger, which is it's a gunslinger with magic bullets. Mm. And you uh, you inscribe runes on your bullets, and they have different effects. Oh, okay. Doc Holiday is one. That's rad. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. It, it's like I said, it's an interesting concept, but we didn't really do a whole lot because some people still had to make their characters, and mm. we kind of got through like one little kind of beginning of a plot point, and that was, that was it. Okay, well that's still cool, and it sounds sounds like a lot of fun. Boy, tabletop games sure do sound like a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> so listen, we give you a hard time, Josh. We give you a hard time because I know we've tried. We've tried playing. For the listeners at home, we've tried playing tabletop games a couple times, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, for whatever reason, it's we kind of get through the character creation portion of it, and then it kind of fizzles a little bit. So I, we just kind of like giving Josh a hard time about it. Yeah. yeah. No. Tom Dujan's needs a game. <laughs> <laughs> so does Schramm Shortstack. They need to exist. Yeah. <laughs> they technically do exist. In on, Lego form. On paper. <laughs> Other than that, yeah, that's about all I've done. If we're going to keep the Weird West thing going, I, for some reason, fell back into uh, an old PlayStation JRPG called Wild Arms. Oh, I've heard of Wild Arms. Oh, yeah, 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 I played Yeah, that. Wild Arms is a great game. For some reason, I found myself playing it again, and I've been like really sucked into it nonstop for like the past three or four days. Awesome. That's cool. And it's just your bog standard JRPG, except it's Wild West themed. Yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, it has outstanding music. It's a really cool western-y sounding soundtrack. That was originally on uh, PlayStation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. PlayStation 1. All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we come back, we'll get into a little bit of news. Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. MB Subculture is the one-stop shop for all your geeky needs, from comics and collectibles to unique custom costumes, masks, makeup, and more. MB Subculture is located at 122 West Rensselaer Street in downtown Bucyrus, 567-806-5364, and online at subcultureoh.com.
watching the sun bake All of those tourists covered with oil Strumming my six string On my front porch swing Smell those shrimp there back that was margaritaville by jimmy buffett hey james buffett mr james buffett sir james buffett 
Uh, is he knighted? No. No. <laughs> no. The uh, Hawaiian shirted knight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, I just felt like hitting a little bit of island time. You know, it's gray and dreary outside, so it's tropical by British standards. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. That's true. <laughs> Ohio is a tropical paradise by British standards. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get into some news here. First up, I mean, oh, wait a minute. Oh, I stepped on a pop top. <laughs> Blew out my dang flip flop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, when I was a kid, I always thought he would say he stepped on a Pop-Tart. <laughs> I mean, I think we've all been there. Why would that make your flip-flop blow out? Have you stepped on a Pop-Tart? <laughs> I imagine it'd be messy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. They, they, cr- they crumble like nothing. <sighs> stepped on a Pop-Tart. <laughs> Got goo on my flip-flop. <laughs> Oh, no. All no right. s'more good times. Uh, okay, favorite Pop-Tart. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. S'mores. Hands down, s'mores. I, I really like s'more, but I've also been a big brown sugar, brown cinnamon sugar guy. Yeah, those are good, Yeah, too. I've, I grew up, uh, more times than not, I would have the brown sugar cinnamon. Um, s'mores are really good. Uh, the chocolate um, fudge ones Ooh, are pretty yeah. good, too. I, really, yeah. I feel like I'm the only person who likes them, but I really liked the orange crush ones. When those were out, oh, I remember those. They weren't they weren't bad. No, they were just weird. Yeah. Um. And then I I like the Dunkin' Donuts ones. I never yeah, tried those. I've never had tried those. I'm I not w- really that big of a pop tart guy. I not these days. I'm not either. They're but... easy for work. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. I will say I'm not usually a uh, fake grape flavor guy, but every once in a while, a good grape pop tart. Like there's something about the mix of the grape flavor and the icing. It, there's a grape pop tart. They're they're grape pop tarts. I've never seen it. Oh yeah. And yeah. there's wild berry. They exist. Hmm. Maybe I'm thinking of wild berry. Yeah. Oh man, remember those awful watermelon ones? Oh yeah, Vaguely. those were good. Oh the the. Yeah. No. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back to Pop Tart Cast. Pop Tart Talk. Yeah. <laughs> the Nerd Overload Pop Tart. It's the podcast within a podcast. Yeah, that's it. So uh, let's get into some news. And first up, they are rebooting the classic animated Canadian... Classic. No, it's classic. Hey, we are 30 years old. It is technically classic now. I think it's more cult than it is classic. Listen, talk to anyone our age and say, hey, you remember Reboot? Everyone, I don't care who you are, is going to say, oh, yeah, I remember Reboot. Reboot's great. It's not. It's not great. Until you go back and watch it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't hold up now. No, it definitely doesn't. It was the first animated CGI animated TV show. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it when I was a kid. I was a pretty big fan of Reboot. I I was was too. too. Yeah. Hey, Jinx. Yeah, (laughs) hey. But uh, but no, anyway, they are rebooting Reboot for Netflix. And uh, we sat and watched the trailer before the show. And within two seconds, they already got it wrong. And I'll I mean, tell you why. How, how mad do you want to get? Because I can get pretty mad Let's about it. Let's get mad about re- Reboot. First up, there are live action people in this, and that's already wrong. Because they apparently just really want to make Power Rangers. It's it's digital Power Rangers. It's a bunch of kids which, in high school. Which, which, which has been done. done. Yeah. yeah, it's been done. Uh, it actually reminds me a lot of uh, Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Yeah. Because it's almost the exact same premise. Yeah, which was taken not from Power Rangers, but, but Ultraman. Uh, yeah, Gridman. Ultraman, uh, Gridman yeah. is what it was. Yeah, where they went into the cyber zone. Tim Curry was the voice <laughs> of the villain in that. He was the villain. Uh, yeah, that's right. He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to watch the 
ever-loving poop out of that, and I had the toys from it and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I remember... I mean, I didn't have the toys, but... Well, about the same time, I was in the fourth grade, mm-hmm. and the Power Ranger season with the red uh, Oriental Dragon and the... Season two, the Thunder Swords. Yeah, the Thunder Swords had just come out. Yeah. And that Christmas, I really wanted a red Thunder Sword. Mm-hmm. Instead, I got the giant robots from... From the Samurai Squad. <laughs> you know what? Those are probably a little more rare because not a lot of kids ended up with those. Yeah, I had I had all of them. That's excellent. Yep. Yeah. It was really... I probably broke them all. <laughs> I played with them constantly. They that's, were great. That's great. That's yeah. like wanting Transformers and getting GoBots, though. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that it bad. Wasn't, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, this reboot, reboot. It's a little different. It's a little different. Uh, uh, human, you mean completely different. Yeah, overall. yeah. Human kids go into the cyber um, into mainframe. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They I, didn't even say that. They said cyberspace. Yeah, cyberspace. But they have, which is um, weird to hear in 2018. It, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Someone seriously, non-ironically, say cyberspace. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But they are. <laughs> and anyway, they are protecting the internet from. A hacker? A hack series villain megabyte? (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the weirdest thing. It is almost visually distinct, almost completely from like reboot, reboot, like story wise and visually, except they have the reboot logo on a couple of things, including the room where they enter cyberspace. Yeah, and megabyte is there. You think a virus that old would not be effective anymore? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You would think that uh, any and all antiviruses would just be like, "What are you? You're, you're done." Oh, nice. Thanks for punching my stuff there, Josh. <laughs> Rage. Thanks for breaking into my house, you guys. <laughs> Thanks for breaking my cow lamp. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but yeah, I'm not happy about this reboot. Uh, well, I'm, I'll watch it because I want to be able to. I accurately explain why I'm unhappy with it because I mean, anyone can but, armchair but complain. But it's Power Rangers. You should love it, right? I, sh- <laughs> I am. It's I am, different. It's different. I am mildly curious about it. And like, how deep are they going to get into the reboot lore? Probably not very. Not being very. that I didn't see any of the characters except for Megabyte. Unless he's Bob the, comes back. He's not even the best villain. No, he's not. From Reboot. Oh, man, do you remember when Megabyte and Hexadecimal merged? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, and where Enzo got older and had a weird video game girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, the the uh, mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the mermaid. Mm-hmm. And then when Bob came back from the internet, like, basically a computer god. Yeah. <laughs> Bob came back from internet. From internet. <laughs> That's where he was. He was in the internet. Came back but, with all white hair and stuff. It yeah. It was the late 90s computer parody show so it all works <laughs> it, like, yeah i really you know originally that show was all supposed to be um all the characters were done like the really really stupid awful background characters from reboot oh the like ones the, and zeros or yeah. like in the cube like the cube people, people. yeah yeah mm-hmm. that was that was supposed to be all the characters wow i'm glad they changed that yeah <laughs> now I, I wonder if they're going to have um specific games like the big game cubes incoming game yeah 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 and there were a lot of references to like actual games in that. Mm. Well, sort of. I remember the racing game that was really uh, reminded me a lot of uh, was it Daytona USA? Mm, yeah, Daytona. That's the song we should have played. <laughs> Daytona, let's go away. Game over, yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. But, like 
Reboot mm-hmm. was a funny show. It was funny, yeah. At least those first handful of seasons until they Benzo got serious, got serious yeah, and true. drew cyber stubble. <laughs> got gritty. <laughs> yeah. This doesn't seem to have any of None that. None of it. No, and it it's just... incredibly generic. It almost looks like they took the script for something and said, this is kind of like Reboot. Let's just slap a couple things on here and or go. Or they were wanting to make a Power Ranger show, and they were like, hey, we need some ra- name recognition but not be Power Rangers. <sighs> That's... Yeah. Speaking of Power Rangers, there's Power Ranger news. Ooh. There's oh, yeah. actual honest to God Power oh, Ranger news. Oh, that's right. That's and right. I'm going to talk about it, and you guys can't stop me. I didn't plan on it. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, get your finger on the Power Ranger button. But this is actually really interesting news and not actually having to do with the actual series. Since its inception, Power Rangers uh, and Saban brands in America has been tied with uh, Bandai toys mm-hmm. to produce all of the toys and stuff like that. Seriously, you don't have to press the button. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, I will press the button if I have to. <laughs> okay, all right. But anyway, the um, for the was it the 2018-2019 season? Starting that season, the toy license rights and show license rights are being transferred to Hasbro, which is huge. Like it seems as though Saban Brands is just relinquishing all ties to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> to to Power Rangers, to the American uh, yeah. Power Rangers, which is uh, weird, weird and crazy. <laughs> what else does Savon have? It's <sighs> a good question. Maybe they've just had. Maybe they've decided. I think they're retaining the rights to the previous twenty some odd years of uh, uh, Power Rangers prior. With this one being its new kind of jumping on point, and with that, they announced what the next season's going to be. Uh, based on and people have been kind of following this have been kind of thinking okay there was a sea uh, the most recent season in japan was the space season saban had a hand in uh coming up with the concept for the show because they basically went to toei and said hey space stuff's going to be really popular this you know this year because star of star wars, wars and, back. and everything can you make us a space show so we could sp- sell space toys and, and japan was like toei was like yeah sure why not well as it turns out Hasbro has taken a look at the properties and are actually going back to a season that was skipped. Pretty far, actually. They're actually going back. The uh, The show that they're uh, adapting is called Go Busters, and it was initially a three-member team that gets two extra members uh, throughout the course of the show. And the concept in Japan was they're super spies with a bunch of gadgets, but it's also Power Rangers-based. That's the one season in Japan where they say it's Morphin time <laughs> and mm-hmm. the robots are called Zords. Yep. Huh. Yeah. It's like they took Super Spies and American Power Rangers and mashed them together. And this season was done back in 2012. 12. 2012. Yeah. So they're going back in time, both graphically and, you know, series wise. Yeah. Oh, you said back in time. So. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and the reason I suspect they're doing this is because the Zords that season were Transformers. They transformed not just from disparate parts into a giant <laughs> fighting robot, but they were animals that turned into vehicles that turned into one giant fighting robot. And from what and I hear, Hasbro might have experience with transforming Hasbro, robots. Yeah, Hasbro has experience with transforming <laughs> robots. So, yeah, and that's, it's a huge huge shakeup and it's really inter- it's going to be interesting to see where the show ends up in a couple seasons because in a couple seasons the broadcast rights uh will be up 
Uh, right now, it's the show is airing on Nickelodeon. New episodes are. Oh yeah, Ninja Steel. Yep. Yeah. So and the rights for broadcast is um, good through 2020, I believe. Mm. Something close to that. After that, it'll be interesting to see whether Power Rangers will maintain mm-hmm. uh, being will continue being aired on. Uh, Nickelodeon, or if they'll be switched over to Discovery Family, Discovery Family, which is the Hasbro channel, essentially. I think that would be a step backwards because not a lot of people watch Discovery Family. Well, no. they've changed the name like three times. Yeah, more <laughs> right. than that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but no, it's it's interesting. It's actual interesting news. It's I wonder if not just casting and stuff. if they're stepping back because the last few seasons of Sentai have been really kind of weird. They're stepping back because uh, general sales of Power Ranger merchandise has dropped dramatically. I mean, even I've, after the movie, uh, even after the movie, huh. um, that's why there's more and more legacy toys. Well, because they didn't make the movie appealing to kids who want toys. Yeah, that's that's also, it. Those plus, toys look like garbage. Plus, they have to share the uh, um, toy rights or the uh, the toy profits with um, Legendary Pictures, where um, Anything from this TV series goes straight to right now Saban. But yeah, the the toy sales have dropped uh, dramatically over the last couple seasons. Uh, I noticed, viewership, viewership is down. Well, I noticed they didn't put they didn't put a lot of toys out. Like I think there was like maybe four toys for Dino Charge that I can really remember off the top of my head. There's more. There were there were more. Either way, there doesn't like when I was a kid, there were like it was everywhere. Buku Power Ranger toys. Yeah, and then and like like uh, like Cody said. Most of the stuff I see in the store now is either legacy or references to legacy. Yeah, because that's what people know. Because we're yeah the the prime demographic of <laughs> the legacy Power Rangers were are now thirty years old and have in theory disposable income that can spend on or in theory children a hundred dollar a hundred dollar helmet replica uh, that nuts. you can wear. That's nuts. I would never do that. Have you seen the little helmets now? I've seen those, and I don't think I would ever wear those either. Or, well, well, obviously. not wear them, but I don't think I'd buy them either. <laughs> I would never have my head shrunken to fit in that tiny helmet. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this it's it's interesting. It's an interesting yeah. time for Power Rangers, and that's nope. something that hasn't been said about Power Rangers. Well, since the comic uh, series mm-hmm. launched, which is actually another interesting thing, because right now the comic is being written at Boom Studios, has all of Hasbro's um, uh, comic yeah, rights are have- at... IDW. Oh, I thought they were. Yeah, you're right. It is IDW. That's all IDW. That's where all the Transformer so, uh, comics and stuff are. So yeah, I don't know if they're going to have to end the Boom Studios line and start fresh at IDW, or if they're going to just jump publishers from one to the other and continue the storyline. I don't think they'd be able to do that, unfortunately, no. because there are too many characters that have been created for the, um, the comic Boom. series. Yeah. Dracon, uh, alternate future Tommy, where he's stayed evil and gained multiple ranger powers Mm -hmm. or like the rangers from the 1960s that zordon never told anyone about Mm -hmm. this is all things that happen in the comic books they're Mm -hmm. they're very good it's almost like a real comic book and not like a show for baby children yeah (laughs) okay i've talked about power rangers too much yeah i've I've hovered my hand over the button several times yeah i'm done can i can i just add that i really want to watch lupin ranger the new season the new japanese season yeah it's super good it's super good (laughs) Cops versus uh, robbers, and it's really stylish, incredibly stylish. Um, it, it might it might give Gokaiger a run for my money. Yeah, 
like the transfer the transformation sequences are very cool. Anyway, yes. talked too much about Power Rangers. Let's move on to something else. Let's let's not Power Rangers. Uh, Joss Whedon is no longer uh, writing or directing Batgirl. Yay! Who wants to talk <laughs> about that? <laughs> I think it's for the best. I think Joss Whedon's time is over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I used to be a huge Joss Whedon fan. Like most of the stuff he did, I I love or loved. You know, Buffy, the I, the series. The, the movie's not bad, but the the movie didn't really hold a candle to the series for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, Angel, the spinoff series, was not that great. Um, see, uh, Dollhouse wasn't that great. I really like Cabin in the Woods, though. <laughs> that movie's fantastic. Yeah, Cabin in the Woods is very good. Um, But then all that news came out how he's, you know, kind of a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. To the, to women. Yeah. 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 Kind of really like left a sour taste in my mouth. So anytime I hear his name now and I'm just kind of like, mm. yeah. And that's what I kind of suspect is going on with this. The whole reason behind Joss Whedon leaving the bad girl, um, um, movie project is he claims that after a year of writing, he can't come up with a sufficient story for Batgirl, which never stopped him before. I, da, 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 da. <laughs> I, I call BS on that. Yeah. If there was no way, if if there were no good Batgirl stories, there wouldn't have been so many years of Batgirl comics. Excellent Batgirl comics. Um, I think what it is, I think it could be one of two things. I think one, either he is leaving the project. He's he's he was given the option to leave the project on his own volition before Warner Brothers removed him from the project because Warner Brothers is smart. They know that they're kind DC. Of. Well, <laughs> they're smart enough to know that their DC properties are floundering a little bit, and they don't need the extra heat from the whole Joss Whedon being kind of a scumbag thing to hang over top of Batgirl on top of everything else. The other thing that it could be potentially is if this Batgirl movie was supposed to be set within the Warner Brothers DC PU. extended universe, the DCPU, yeah. Um, <laughs> perhaps they put so many stipulations on story plot points that either needed to be hit or needed to be avoided that Whedon couldn't dance around it and make it fit within the justice league universe. But again, I don't think that's the case because he is a, he is a decent writer Mm -hmm. and I'm sure given a few loop, you know, hoops to jump through, he could probably still do it. So I really think it's the former. I think he was given the option to, and this is all wild speculation, but I think he was given the option to leave before Warner brothers just said, Hey, you're, you're done, man. I would have really liked to have seen up like a Burnside Batgirl movie. Yeah. And we could still get that just not with Joss Whedon. <laughs> and that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Why don't we get the people who actually write the comics to write the movie? Yeah. Because that makes too much sense. Get Gail Simone or Hope Larson. Mm-hmm. Or... In fact, Hope Larson, uh, she responded on Twitter to this to an article about this saying, "Hey, I have pr- I have plenty of ideas about for a Batgirl movie." <laughs> yeah. So, of course, yeah. Batgirl hasn't really been touched on in the in the movie universe either. Like, not even like a f- flashing reference. No, no, and probably for the best. Yeah. So far, I'd really hate if they did like a movie if they just jumped straight into the whole killing joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. And they... The entire movie circling around Batgirl getting paralyzed—that would not be fun. No. But I wouldn't put it past him, given what we've seen from Justice League and Suicide Squad and everything else. 
They, I mean, it's one of her bigger story points. Unfortunately. They probably want to try to repeat Wonder Woman with Batgirl, is yeah. my guess. Yeah, probably. Because it was a huge success for them, and like, the best movie they got. Yeah, great. <laughs> Hire a, a couple of female writers and a female director, and do what actually was done correctly with Wonder Woman, because yeah. that is what made Wonder Woman work. But then they took a step backwards for, for Justice League. <sighs> anyway. <yeah. laughs> Enough of that. Wonder Woman story. might not be the best superhero movie, but I think it's my personal favorite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it's definitely up there for me. Um, I Believe it or not, I don't keep a hard and fast like list of what is my favorite you know, down down the list. I can tell you what my least favorite ones are, but like the top ones, I it, they constantly switch back and forth. I I still really like Guardians of the Galaxy one. Um, Thor Ragnarok was really up there, and yeah, Wonder Woman is definitely. It's like those three constantly, you know, play shell yeah. game depending you on know, my mood. I think about this a lot, and I think one of the reasons I love Guardians so much isn't so much like you know the premise or the characters or the humor, which were all fantastic. Mm-hmm. Their, it's their use and execution of music. Yes, that that was uh, a big part of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I think that was like my most. That's like my favorite, most entertaining part of the whole movie is what they do with the music and how they use it. And I actually think that might be the weakest part of Guardians Two because they tried to replicate it and they didn't do it as. Yeah, yeah, um, and I completely agree with that. Tightly, yeah. I mean, it was uh, Guardians Two is still a great movie. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. I, I really enjoy it, and I think some of the stuff they did with uh, Peter Quill's character mm-hmm. and some of the other stuff, and especially Yondu, I think what they did with those characters was fantastic. But yeah, I think the weakest part yeah. was getting so close to the way they use music in Guardians One, but didn't quite make it, and it makes it that much. More glaring. It, it made the it. it made the second one lose some of its soul. I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's, some of the charm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we... I still pop that soundtrack on everyone. Oh while. yeah, definitely. It's on my uh, workout <laughs> playlist. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, just... come on. Oh yeah, good stuff. That cherry bomb scene. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, excellent. So we have enough time for like a couple of really super super quick hits. The sauce is back. Yeah, yeah. Get, <laughs> go go to McDonald's. Get your sauce. The Szechuan sauce is coming back. Uh, I forget uh, what day it is. The 20... 22nd. It's already out. Oh, it's already out? So you probably can't get any. It's probably gone. Sorry. Yeah. Ooh, day late. But, but, uh, I need a Szechuan sauce. Yeah. And it's back. It's not like another limited time thing. It's, it's like a, for, it's a wider release. It's a wide yeah. release, and it's they're print, making a lot of it. Fine. Cool. Um, I'll actually be able to try some now <laughs> because I if you remember, I it. did get I did get the sauce, and I did sell the sauce for like a hundred bucks. Yeah, I made like a hundred bucks off that sauce. On sauce, like, yeah. Why not on a two ounce packet of sauce? Because people are dumb. Because people got really dumb about it and made me like Rick and Morty less. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just glad this isn't a Rick and Morty promotional thing. This is McDonald's on their own going. Well, this is a popular thing. Okay, let's mix let's let's mix some uh, sweet and sour and some barbecue sauce together in a vat, and and people will buy it. Maybe they'll buy some extra chicken nuggets or something. I don't know. They are actually doing a podcast about the sauce to go with the release. And guess what? We're also right now doing a podcast. Yeah. About the sauce. <laughs> Only we're not getting paid by McDonald's. 
Ba 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 ba. We're doing it wrong. <laughs> ba 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 ba. Next news item. <laughs> okay. Um. So the Muppets are coming back. Maybe. Maybe. Uh. Well, yeah, they are. Uh. On Disney's streaming service that they've been working on and talking about a lot lately. And still has no name. Yeah. Diz flicks. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but they're gonna do a Muppet show of some kind on there. That's cool. Yeah, I'm always down for more Muppets. Yeah. Although I'm still mad that they fired the Kermit guy, but for no apparent reason. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm looking forward to more Muppets. I'm actually really looking forward to this Disney um, app. I'm curious to see how much it's going to be from month to month. I but... hope it's better than their current app. I didn't even know they had a current app. Yeah, it's for their it's streaming for their shows. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to being able to go back and watch a lot of those movies mm-hmm. uh, without having to dig out uh, the old VHS tapes or luck into something that may or may not be in the Disney vault. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I hope it's not expensive because that's, that's the... The caveat. The ca- mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's like less than Netflix, maybe. But if it's the same as Netflix. Yeah. yeah. If it's ne- if it's the same as Netflix, there's no way. I mean, I think I would pay up to like five bucks. Five ninety nine. Oh, you know, it'll be about... more than that. It'll probably be like eight. Yeah. I mean, it's well, then I'm not going to do it. Yeah. They're going to have to have a lot of stuff on there. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I mean, new... how much is the CBS app? <laughs> CBS All Access is five ninety nine a month. And I won't and do I, that. I refuse to I'd only to do watch that. it for one show. Yeah. I don't care how good people say it is. And from what I understand, it wasn't it was okay. I heard it was a slow slow start, but then it got better. It was a slow start, but at some point they go to the mirror universe for a number of episodes and nice. I guess it gets super good. We're talking about Star Trek Discovery. Or <laughs> as people seem to call it, S T D. Oh no. <laughs> No, that's bad. <laughs> you know what Disney should call their app, their streaming service? Let's hear it. The D. Oh, no. No, that's terrible. Nope. <laughs> you go to bad joke jail for that yeah. one. I like seriously considered getting CBS All Access, but then I looked at what was there other than Star Trek, and I'm like, I don't even want to give you money yeah. because you make this. <laughs> hey, guess what? You can probably find Star Trek Discovery other places online. Yeah, I know. I mean, it'll <laughs> it'll eventually make its way to Netflix because Netflix has all Star Trek anyway. Yeah, true. Well, that and they they do it in other countries. They have the rights to it in everywhere but America. America. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, but I think that pretty much wraps it up for the week. So like a mummy. Yeah, like a mummy. Like mummy's alive. Ooh, I love that cartoon. Uh, yeah. That was like one of my favorite um, kind of like Ninja Turtle team knockoff shows. When I was a kid, I was obsessed with Egyptian culture. Oh, yeah, and I was And that cartoon too. hit at almost the exact right point for me. It was like oh, right yeah. in that sweet spot. Those toys yeah. were great. Yeah, it was like, it was it was ancient Egypt with techno magic yeah. Power Ranger BS. Super good, super good show. Anyway. <laughs> I need a Mummy's Alive button. You need the Mummy's Alive button. Anyway, uh, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us on most forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, at Nerd Overload Now. You can send us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com with any questions, comments, gazpacho recipes. I don't know. (laughs) Sure, why not? And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nerd Overload TV. That's right. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, um, along with a couple other um, 
podcast aggregator sites that I can't think of off the top of my head right now, but not uh, Spotify. Unfortunately, we are not important enough. I did get an email back from Spotify. We were not um, really. Yeah, it didn't work. Anyway, uh, but you, but you know what? The heck with Spotify. You can get us at about a million other places. <laughs> you can get us everywhere but Spotify. <laughs> everywhere but Spotify. So check us out over there. And uh, yeah, thanks again for tuning in. And we will be back next week. Peace out. This show was sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. <laughs>